Being a dad isn't always easy, but it's the best thing I ever did. I'm constantly improving myself to be the best dad I can be through fitness, nutrition, mindset, and lifestyle. As fathers, we pass on many things to our children, such as our mindset, our habits, our attitude, and what we've learned along the way. Each of these will shape who our children are and who they will become. The Warrior Dad's mission is to help you become the healthiest version of yourself, to hone your edge, and to live with purpose. My name is Jim Bartomey, and this is the Warrior Dads Podcast. As Warrior Dads, we got to tackle a lot of things, but tackling low testosterone levels should definitely not be one of them. Uh, we need to keep our testosterone at peak levels, and that is absolutely crucial for all of us. So I'm sure you know all the horrible things associated with low T levels. If you don't, it's definitely not pretty. Uh, it's Google search away. But unfortunately, testosterone levels in men have been consistently decreasing over the last two decades. And it's actually one of the biggest conversations I have to have when working with men, which is why I decided to create the Warrior Dads Testosterone Booster Guide and Checklist. It's a free download. And all you have to do is go to checklist.warriordads.com. Uh, just download it, start, start implementing it, and start to feel the difference. So again, go to checklist.warriordads.com and get your free copy now. Hey guys, thanks for tuning back in for another episode of the Warrior Dads podcast. Today, I am pleased to bring on Jeff Wickersham. Uh, Jeff is the dad of two boys, the owner of Metamorphit Health and Fitness Studio, the host of the Morning Fire podcast, and the creator of the Morning Fire Academy, which is designed to unlock your potential through daily habits and rituals. Jeff's going to be telling you a little bit about his background, his story, how he got started in this, a little bit about the Morning Fire Academy, and we actually have a really cool offer for you guys, so don't miss, don't miss it at the end, and it's uh, you know, just for all the warrior dads listening to, the, to this podcast, so, and really anybody listening to the podcast, because I know we have some, some female listeners as well, too, so thank you to everybody who does listen, and uh, we really appreciate your support. So, Jeff, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. Really appreciate your time. Absolutely, Jim. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I just really uh, I just really want you to start talking a little bit about your background. Let people know a little bit about you and you know how you got to be a personal trainer, owning your own fitness studio, and and we'll take it from there. All right, sounds good. So I'm going to do something a little bit different before I do that because I love to change states. And, you know, for your listeners, for the dads or, or whoever listens, it's just important to get energy and, and have that state change. So I'm going to ask you and I to do this together. And then anybody listening, they're going to do it as well. So what we're going to do is we're going to do two power breaths. And by a power breath, I mean, we're going to breathe in through our chest all the way up the back of our head and out. And then after we do two power breaths, we're actually, I'm going to do a countdown, three, two, one, and we're going to yell boom at the top of our lungs. So it's going to, you're going to feel the energy actually come through the microphone, people that are listening in their cars, headsets, AirPods, whatever it might be, they're going to feel that energy as well. And it's a great place to start. So let's start out. I move out. my microphone away for this? <laughs> you might want to, man. You might want to. <laughs> so we're not blowing people's eardrums out? Yeah, okay. Absolutely. Yeah, let, me, absolutely. let me slide absolutely. my mic up here. And, All right. and if you're well, listening... Yep. And if you're listening, turn down the, the microphone a little, you know, the, uh, the audio a little bit on this. So let's yeah. do two power breaths. Let's breathe in and out. Good. Another breath in and out. 
Good. Now I'm going to go three, two, one, and we're going to yell boom and strike our chest. If you're driving, keep your hands on the wheel, but everybody's going to feel that energy. Three, two, one, boom. boom. Nice. Good work. Good work. Really wakes you up a little bit, huh? Feel that? Wakes you up. I get goosebumps every time, uh, every time I do that. But uh, that's, nice. that's just as powerful as little things that you can do throughout your day that can have a big impact on your life. But, uh, no, Jim, as I said, I appreciate you having me on. Uh, I am uh, I am one of three children, and uh, I'm the oldest. So I was actually born over in New Jersey, moved over here when I was five years old. And it's funny when I do that because I think back to when I was a younger child and a younger kid, I was a mama's boy. I mean, I, uh, I was very shy. I think my mom told me stories where I'd go to friends' houses and she would have to come as well because I just needed her all the time with me. So anytime I break out of my shell and I do those things, it's, it's kind of remarkable to think back of, of where I came. And it's just a testament to you know, change that, that everybody can do. So uh, grew up in a, a great family, had supportive parents, a couple of things I always remember about my parents. And, and you know, we're talking about dads in this podcast. You know, my, uh, my mother, my dad was a, and is a tremendous role model for me, but my mother always used to give me a lucky penny whenever I had, you know, a sporting event or a big test in school. And she always used to put post-it notes everywhere, you know, on my mirror in the bathroom with, with these positive sayings. So it's no, uh, no wonder I've kind of navigated and, and kind of gone to that space. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I grew up an athlete, loved basketball, loved football, loved every sport that I could play anytime I could play. Went into the corporate world after college and, you know, I kind of struggled with that because it wasn't something that got me going every single morning, right? I didn't jump out of bed saying, hey, I'm going to go do this presentation for this, this company necessarily. And, and uh, you know, I just struggled with finding purpose in that. And that, I think- What industry my, was it in? Uh, so I was in the uh, financial services industry uh, for about 10 years. Uh, that was the, the latest role did some insurance stuff, did some procurement stuff, kind of bounced around a little bit there. Um, but my last 10 years was with uh, a, a financial, financial services company. Nice. So just wasn't for you then? No, I mean, it, it was paying the bills uh, or, or just barely paying the bills and, and uh, cr- providing a, a nice life for my, my family and my, my two boys. But it wasn't firing me up. It wasn't you know, have me jump out of bed with, with energy. And uh, about four and a half, almost five years ago, five years ago in, in December, I had gotten a call from my dad and, and my mom had battled breast cancer on and off for, for 17 years. And uh, she was on hospice care at this point, uh, December, about five years ago. And I got that, that tough call where, you know, all that hair stands up on your arms and you know, hey, this, this is the call you did not want to hear. And, and my dad said, hey, you got to get over the house. Your mother hasn't woken, woken up in up about there. 24 hours. And, uh, and I think her time is near. So, uh, you know, I jumped into the car, got over there with my brother and, and, uh, and sister and my dad. And I watched her take her, her last breath. breath. And uh, wow. now that was just, whenever you have somebody that, that brought you up and brought you into this world, and was a role model and inspirational. See them pass on. I mean, it's a it's a life 
changing moment and a, a transformational moment. And it, and it was for me at that time, right? Trying to process the, uh, you know, the gravity of death and passing on and how to move forward and, and, uh, and really just trying to, to drag your butt up and, and continue moving on, right? Because uh, that, that's what life is all about. Yeah, absolutely. So, so what inspired you to become a personal trainer then? So after my mom's passing, uh, it was about 11 months moving forward that, uh, that I actually got a call on a Friday afternoon in, in November where the company I was working for, I was virtual at the time. Uh, so we were all scattered across the country, said you'd be more efficient in New York or Arizona. So you can interview for those positions, trying to find a different position, or you can you know, lose your job. And at that point, after my mom's passing, I said, now, now is my time, right? Life is short. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm just gonna, gonna move forward. I took my wife out to dinner and I said, I'm, you know, I've trained my neighbors and friends on the side. I've, I've always been very passionate about exercise and fitness. It was one of the reasons why my mom lived, you know, 17 years battling breast cancer on and off five times. Um, I said, I'm going to become a personal trainer. I want to, want to have an impact on people. I want to help people get past their physical and mental hurdles. Uh, my wife, you know, very supportive, but at that point she said, you're crazy. And, uh, but, but I, I started studying, got, got my certification and then quickly, uh, moved to training people out of their homes and parks and, and different things of that nature. And this was right after your mom's passing. It was about a, you know, it was about, uh, you know, about a year after my mom's passing, did I make that, uh, make that decision. So it's probably a good, uh, good source of fuel for you too, right? Because it's a good motivator to want to help people get healthy and, you know, see them live the best life that they could, especially coming out of seeing 17 years of what your mom had to endure. Uh, absolutely. I mean, that, uh, that's where it's at, right? Every day is a gift. Being grateful to uh, to get up and and see the sunshine and birds chirping, and, and you know, be able to push people past things that might have happened in in their lives that has gotten them stuck, and you know, having having that positive impact because each and every day is truly a gift. And and if we live in that kind of grateful state, it's amazing, you know, how how happy you can be and uh, how much of an impact you can have on everybody around you. Absolutely. So did you just become a personal trainer and then open up the studio right away? Uh, I did not. So I started training people out of their homes. Um, I started training people in parks, groups of people in neighborhoods, mm-hmm. you know, some groups of teachers at, at a couple elementary schools. And I, I quickly came to the realization that, I mean, that, that is tough because you're on the road a lot. You don't have a, a really central location. Weather sometimes, permitting. Weather permitting, absolutely. Sometimes it rains and, and then you got to cancel the class or, or whatever you're doing. So I... Uh, or just make yeah. them work out in the rain. <laughs> Listen, I, I have done that before. But uh, uh, so it was about seven months, eight months into that, that I said, you know what, I got to find kind of a brick and mortar location and put, uh, put my roots down as well as hire some staff and allow me to kind of do the more business end of it. Still be involved, personal training and group group class, uh, but not as much as I was before. Yeah. And so the morning fire Academy though, that's, that's very, very different, right? So you still incorporate the healthy 
the healthy aspects of it. And I know some of the success stories that have come out of the Morning Fire Academy as far as weight loss, even though that might not be the main focus. But how did you transition from being a personal trainer, helping people get results that way at, like you just said, a brick and mortar store, building that, and then all of a sudden transition more into the mindfulness aspect and the morning rituals and, and everything that way. So talk, take, take everybody through that. Yeah. So it, it probably, that's really, cause that's really inspiring. So. Yes, I, I absolutely. And I appreciate that, Jim. So probably, probably two, two reasons why one is I had prospects that would, you know, put an application in to come in and, and check in with me for a free session so we could design a plan and, you know, about 75 to 80% of those people would never respond to a text, email, phone call, you know, a little, little video I would shoot. And it just became a, a point of frustration for me where I'm like, gosh, why, why can people not get out of their own way and get past their fear of the unknown and just take a step into my studio? And that's why I always, and still do, you know, congratulate people the minute they come in the door because that takes some, some courage uh, and that takes some willpower to, to step out into that unknown. So that was, that was one piece of, of the kind of evolution of Morning Fire Academy. I knew you know, we needed to change mindset. We needed to change our, our subconscious thinking, rewire our subconscious thinking in, in a certain way. But it was also personal for me. I found uh, that I was struggling kind of on this endless loop where I would grind, I would work as hard as I could, but no matter how hard I worked, I would always kind of end up, you know, back where my standard was. And it, it was kind of like this never ending hamster wheel that I was on. And uh, I, I started de diving deep into personal development myself. Uh, and, and I've taken bits and pieces. I've been in different men's groups. I've read numerous books from Hal Elrod's Miracle Morning, been in, you know, warrior with, with Garrett J. White. I, I've, I've taken bits and pieces and I just started implementing it myself. Mm -hmm. and it totally transformed my life and how I was being present as a father, as a husband, as a friend, um, you know, as a brother, all, all that good stuff. And it, it, it really, it really was life-changing. So. Wow. So you started the Morning Fire Academy podcast or I did I did I started the podcast uh started the podcast first almost uh it'll be a year ago in uh, about a month and a half I'm about 310 episodes in and that's a that's a daily just four to eight minute podcast where I give a story about my life or something I've learned and try and change people's thinking and and we're so stuck in our ways and we're on autopilot because we're bombarded by how many bits and pieces of information. And, and so many times, especially as adults and dads, we don't think about different ways to do things. Yeah. I, you know, the mindset piece is so important and it's a conversation I have. I find myself having with my clients very, very frequent, frequently. And, and you just look at, you know, people that may not have a personal trainer or may not have a coach of some sort, but you know, someone who's made that new year's resolution on January 1st and come, you know, whether it's February, March, maybe they make it out to April or June, something like that. Um, you know, you hope for the best, right? And you hope that they, that person just keeps going. But a lot of times it's, it's the mindset that really gives out. 
right? And it's not, it's not their legs from, from doing squats. It's not their arms from doing overhead presses or curls. It's, it's the mind. So it's not really the body. And so I think it's so great what you're doing is to get people's mind in the right way. And you mentioned the one word that I really love using as like, you know, the, the, the word hack is really, uh, you know, biohack this and hack life hack for this and all this kind of stuff. But it really, it, it is, if we're just using the same word hack, the word gratitude, right? I feel like the word gratitude is a, is a great hack to get your mindset in the right place and to get yourself, well, one, happy, right? Because I feel like there's this whole, I feel like this whole conversation goes so many different places, right? You just talk about uh, mediocrity in everyday's, everyday attitude in people, you know, hey, hey, Jeff, how you doing? Like, oh, I'm okay. You know, or, you know how how was you know how how just like it was okay, you know every everybody's okay with being okay. You know they are okay with being being mediocre. And if you're not, if you're above mediocre, there's something wrong with you, right? If someone walks in the office. If you're in the corporate world, listen to this. And someone walks in the office and they got a big smile on their face, like, "Hey, how's it going?" You know, someone be like, "What the hell is up with that person?" You know, like they need to be put into a a, a rubber truck and driven away. You know, and it's just so backwards, it seems like, you know, so when you, when you put the mindset into gratitude, you automatically connect with something good and something positive, and you can really create really anything out of that space, you know, when, when your mind's in that space, right? So if you thought of something that you're grateful for, and then all of a sudden you go take action on something you've been wanting to do or uh, something you want to complete, I just think it's, it's great. So I really want you to expand upon and tell everybody a little bit about what the morning fire academy is all about because i know like we said we have uh we, we have something for the listeners at the end so i just wanted to have you uh you know briefly just des describe what it's about and and also i really like your routine too because i'm sure all of this stuff has come up from your routine and i'm sure you tested this in your own life before you just you know pushed it out there so absolutely absolutely you know, yeah. Start, start with your routine and then, and then uh, go, go deeper. Yep. Yep. So before I do that, I'm going to tell, tell one story because I think it'll set it up very, very nicely and let all your listeners know that, you know, th there is something, uh, we all have the same thoughts. We all have the same, uh, you know, negative dog in our minds that, that kind of fights for our attention and nobody is immune to that. And uh, I'll give you an example. It was last March. I was driving in my truck down a main road and, you know, I, I just, enrollment was down at the studio. Maybe it was a tough week, whatever it was. I had my subconscious mind telling me I wasn't good enough. I was a failure. Close the studio down, give up over and over again, where I literally was driving in my truck. And if you drove past me, you probably thought I was a complete wacko. I, I, I had, you know, conscious thoughts where I was like, you know, stop it. You know, I, I know that isn't the case, but I'm literally driving down in my truck, yelling at myself, fuck off over and over again, because I was just trying to get out of the state. And it's just, it can be so crippling for people, right? It can be such a, a tough thing to battle on a day in and day out basis, especially when you feel alone. Mm -hmm. And so many of us feel alone in that battle because we think we're the only one that has those type of thoughts mm -hmm. and you just don't. That's just not the way it is. And, uh, you know, that, that's a huge piece to the, uh, to the overall puzzle. And that day I was battling those demons. I went to a preschool. We do some fit kids classes at local daycares and preschools. And it was actually the church I grew up in. 
And, you know, at this point, I am just wavering, right? My subconscious mind is kind of beating me down. And I met with the preschool director there and you know, we, we were talking and I'm passionate. And she said, you were meant to come here today. And I kind of you know, looked at her a little strangely. And she said, she said, my dad passed away three months ago and I haven't worked out in three months or taken care of myself, but you are going to, I, I'm going to start tomorrow because you have inspired me. And she had tears welling up in her eyes. I did as well. Wow. I, I gave her a hug. I followed up with her the next day, but, but she started, you know, getting back to what she needs for herself. And uh, so that kind of started my, my positive momentum in the other way. And I went out, my mom's buried in the back uh, gardens there. And I had one of those, you know, cries because at the end of the day, all I wanted was a hug from my mother. Right. Um, and I, I had one of these cries to get all the emotion out. It continued the, the kind of healing process with that battle of my subconscious and I'll never forget, I went home later that night and I was changing out the laundry from the washer, the dryer, and I went to clean out the, the, uh, the lint there. And what was in there looking up to me was a lucky penny, just like my mom had always given me. And it gave me goosebumps. And I told my wife and I just kind of shook my head and I said, I, I knew I was on the right path. Mm -hmm. So um, Very powerful. Um, but, you know, that's a great story. So my point is everybody battles with these negative thoughts. Like don't think that most highly successful people in the world don't have these negative thoughts. They all do. And mm -hmm. too, too often we think we're the only one that's having those. Wow. So that's, that's a great, that's a great story. I, I, I agree with you. That's a great way to start it off because a lot of people do have that thought. And then that's right, right where that mindset is. Right. And that kicks off, that kicks off that negative mindset. And then where does that spiral down to? You know, right. If you let, if you let that voice just stay there, you know, as you're yelling at yourself in the truck, uh, you know, going down the road, but you're actually literally trying to push that voice out of your head or at least, you know, drown it out and not listen to it. But so many times that voice can, you know, plant a seed, if you will, and then just grow and grow and grow. And then it becomes the norm. Yep. Uh, and how hard is it to break that kind of habit, right? So, I mean, any habit is hard to break depending on how long the habit's been in place for. If you only have a habit that's been in place for three days, it's not that hard. Whereas if you've been having a habit linger for five, 10, 20 years, you know, that you're going to have some work to do. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, it's, it, you know, from, from training, uh, it's just like somebody that's been overweight and hasn't eat well, eaten well for 15 years, but yet, they think they could exercise and eat well for three weeks and lose all the weight. It's just not going to happen that way. But uh, yeah, so I mean, part, back to kind of the Morning Fire Academy, my, my routine, my rituals. Uh, you know, so often in life, we don't really control our actions and control our mornings. So we play on defense rather than offense. And I developed through reading, through groups I've been in and, and really studying myself how to set yourself up for success at night, right? Because that's where it starts. So many people are on their phones until the moment they get to bed. They don't sleep well. They don't wake up with any type of energy because their phone is next to their bed and they're hitting the snooze bud five, six, seven times. Um, and I developed just a, a pattern of rituals at night and in the morning to absolutely be on fire 45 minutes into, into the day, um, based upon these. And, uh, so at night and I'll, I'll go through it and, and I came up with this mantra and it's rise, fight, love, repeat. 
right? You're rising in the morning, you're fighting, you're fighting like hell for everything you want and believe in. And back to your point, Jim, I think too many of us have become just okay with good, okay with fine. And, uh-huh. you know, that fine and good, they fucking suck. I mean, go for great. I mean, you, you have one chance in this lifetime, one chance on this earth. And every day is a gift. And if you don't get in that state, it's, it's just tough to, tough to battle. So rise, fight, love, repeat. How do you go to bed? How do you put your phone away from your bed? Affirmations at night, studies have shown, you know, when you, when you speak to yourself before you go to bed, your subconscious mind is working all night long on those thoughts that you put in there. Um, putting that phone away from your bed is critical with your workout clothes in the morning. So you actually have to physically get up out of bed to turn off your phone. Most times, once you physically get up out of bed, you're, you're already up. So you're not likely to hit the snooze button. You know, in the morning, rising, drinking a full glass of water, right? You're dehydrated when you go to sleep. Drinking that full glass of water, start that hydration process, start that wake up process. And then I'm right into affirmations again, right? The three best times for affirmations are before you go to bed, right when you wake up, and then after you exercise. Mm-hmm. Getting those affirmations, feeding that subconscious, right? Because that's what you're trying to reprogram really through this, this whole process. Um, and then do it, getting a 10-minute power workout in. doesn't have to be anything too crazy. Uh, I have clients that will do stairs for 10 minutes. We'll go for a 10-minute walk. Maybe it's 10 minutes of core. Um, and it's just amazing how much of an impact you alluded to it in the beginning. I mean, I just had a client that went through and he lost eight pounds in the first seven weeks of the, the program because he's never worked out that many straight days in his life. And he always said, Hey, I thought I needed to work out an hour, an hour and a half. Well, yes, you could get better results, but just movement. And now you're, you're thinking a little bit about what you're doing. It's amazing that the impact that that can have on, on your body. Hmm. So, so a little workout and then you're going to a green smoothie, right? Getting some greens in. I have some frozen spinach I used, some seeds to really feed that brain with, with some of those good fats. And then I'm meditating. Um, I meditate and I'm up to, I think today was uh, 613 straight days I've meditated. And it's not meditation for an hour, it's 10 minutes, right? All mm-hmm. these things are little bits and pieces because so often, to your point earlier, when you touched on people, New Year's resolutions and wanting to you know, work out so many times they start off and bite off so much more than they can chew. Yeah. And then willpower fades, right? Willpower is not an endless stream, but if you create it as a habit, five minutes here, 10 minutes here and do it over and over again until it sticks, then you're going to be so much more likely to continue on and, and live those types of things you want to throughout the rest of your life. So meditation, uh, I journal, I say things, you, you mentioned gratitude. Gratitude's so powerful. I love writing you know, stuff that's going on in my life because I like to keep kind of a, a document of stuff. My mom used to do that uh, for me. And then I write down what I'm grateful for. You know, I'm grateful for another day of just waking up. I'm grateful for my wife. I'm grateful for my two sons. And I'm grateful for the man I am. So, ho- so often we're so hard on ourselves. How about you be grateful for the person you are and love yourself, right? Um, it just gets me into this amazing state. And then I know I touched on it before, uh, post-it notes. So I grab a post-it note. I write a note, a personal note to each one of my sons. And I put it in an envelope and I leave it outside their door. And then I put one on my wife's phone before I, uh, before I go on, on my way for the day. And that's pretty powerful to 
you know, think of the message I send as a dad to both of my sons that every morning I'm thinking about you and I'm trying to inspire you or telling you just, I love you. And uh, one of my sons keeps in his in a shoebox. My other son actually keeps them on his door. So he's mm-hmm. got like 75 post-it notes on there with notes that I've, I've written him. Nice. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. That's cool. I actually wanted to get into, um, you know, how this actually trickles over into, you know, you being a dad and, and the, the habits that your kids are forming. But I wanted to just go, just rewind real quick. You had mentioned something that I remember um, I, I've uh, looked at a lot of uh, Tony, Tony Robbins works over the years. I've never been to any of his events. I did hear him speak at, at one event in Philly one time, but um, you know, I remember hearing him talk about um, affirmations yep. and you, and you would, and you had mentioned affirmations, but I remember him you know, kind of shooting down affirmations and saying he uses the word incantations. Yeah. And I don't know if you know anything about him, but he, he says that affirmations are just the words. He said, which, which, which are good, but they're limited and you, they lack emotion and physiology. So he really gets people connected to, or he tries to encourage people to get connected to the emotion behind it because then you're actually really going to feel it. So I think the one example I remember him saying before, it's like, you know, remember the first time, you, you know, rode a bike or, or something like that, like a big moment in your life. How did you feel and try to connect to it? Because now you're, you're connecting with it emotionally and then do something, you know, um, physiologically. So you mentioned, you know, you get up and do like a 10 minute power workout. So I'm just kind of curious if maybe you have ever combined them or I didn't even know if you were familiar with incantations before, but it was just something that kind of sparked is every time I hear the word affirmation, I almost think like <laughs> Tony's almost rewired me to think like, all right, that's not, that's not enough just to say the words is okay, but you have to have something behind it for like real lasting change. So I was just curious on your thoughts on that. Yeah, no, I absolutely uh, love Tony. I mean, I kind of consider him one of my virtual mentors. Uh, I'm in a coaching program with him. Um, so one of the things we coach is, is during those affirmations is having some emotion behind it, just to your point. You've got to tie that emotion in. In his incantations, he's breathing as well or moving. Um, so those, those are pretty powerful, and I absolutely agree. When, when you don't have emotion behind anything, it doesn't really stick to really seep into that subconscious. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, I love all his stuff. I'm, I'm constantly trying to, to learn and take bits and pieces that, that I can use for, for my clients and, and the people I serve, uh, moving forward. Yep. So how many affirmations does someone have? Should it just be one affirmation that they do for a certain amount of time? Or, I mean, it probably doesn't make sense to switch the affirmation day to day, right? I mean, how, how, do, how do they really work? And what do you, you know, how do you implement them in your, you know, maybe what's one affirmation that you do in the morning? Yeah, so I mean, I, I, uh, I would say it's always customizable, right? It's what your goals are. Uh, and what we do in the Morning Fire Academy is we get kind of crystal clear on where, where you want to go, right? If you don't know where, you're, where you want to go, there's no way you're going to get there right? You're kind of wandering and, and, and you have no clear path, right? Uh, we, we actually do what we call is this clarity tool where we get very specific on where you want to go if you had your best year ever. Like, what does that look like? And that can paint a pretty powerful picture of, man, I blew it out from a business perspective. Like, my, my marriage is on fire. I, I, I have so much energy and I'm so fit now. My nutrition's on point. And, and then we kind of back it up with, all right, well, how does it, how do you, what do you need to do to get there? And that's where you can kind of build out your, your affirmations. Um, and, and 
you know, it's really customizable to the person at night. It's more about getting to sleep and having a restful sleep and waking up with, depending on how many hours you're going to get, waking up with energy, passion, and focus in the morning, right? If, if you're programming that in before you go to sleep, nine times out of 10, you're going to wake up on fire. You're going to wake up with that energy. Sometimes, you know, I wake up without an alarm because my body's just ready to, uh, to do it. But uh, one of the affirmations I like is my inner world creates my outer world, right? We're all talking about mindset. We're all talking about this. I mean, your inner state really is projected outward um, and, and your inner world is really creating your outer world. So that's just one I, I use every so often. So there's not a specific number necessarily. And I think they can change over time depending on your goals and what you've achieved and what you wanted to, you know, continue to stretch yourself to achieve. Yeah. I just didn't know if you should do it like a certain amount of time. Um, you know, kind of like creating, creating a, a healthy habit they say takes around 21 to, you know, 27 days, I guess, depending on who you talk to. Right. So I didn't know if maybe you should use the, you know, one affirmation, um, for, for a certain amount of time until, you know, maybe you start to see it manifest or, or, or what the deal is. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's one, that's such a, the 21 day habit thing. I don't know who came up with that, but, uh, I've, I've studied a couple of neurologists and, and they actually think 67 days is like the bare minimum for habits to stick. They say 21 days is equal to your old habit. So they're neck and neck. So huh. it, it's, it's actually that. And that's why, you know, my morning fire Academy is actually 10 weeks in, in length with one week of pre-training because I want to get you past that 67th day threshold. Yeah. Um, but so it's really up to you from an affirmation perspective, you know, based upon what you're focused on, what, where you want to get to and how are you going to get there? Yeah. Um, and, and that's, what's the beauty of it, right? I, I have some examples that I use that people can pick and choose from and they can also, you know, personalize it. And I always encourage all my clients to put a personal spin on it. Cause that's where you're going to get that emotion. That's where you're going to get that. Why that's what you that's where you're going to get that purpose. Yeah. If you're just trying to remember what somebody else wrote down, then it's not going to, it's not going to flow that easily, you know, nope, whereas if you come, come up with it yourself and then even just make a couple of tweaks to some of the words in it. I like what you said earlier about really figuring out where you're going, what that looks like and getting crystal, crystal clear on that, because it reminds me of, uh, you know, the famous Lewis Carroll quote, if you don't know where you're going, any road will get you there. And, um, one of my, one of my mentors, um, who I've had on the show, uh, Paul Check uh, has used that quote countless times because it is really so true. If you have no idea where you're going or what you're trying to achieve or what even, you know, what that looks like, how are you going to know when you arrive? Um, so it's, that's such a great point. So I'm, I'm glad that you incorporate that into the Morning Fire Academy. Yeah. And, and that's a big piece, right? It's, it's all about not only mindset and creating these easy, repeatable habits and rituals that you can do. Um, but it's also the, the mindset piece of, Hey, how do we move the needle more for ourselves? How do we get clear on where we want to go and then stay uber focused through these rituals and habits where, you know, it takes me about 50 minutes to do this in the morning. And <laughs> after that 50 minutes, I mean, I'm ready to run through a brick wall and people always say, how do you have so much energy. And I said, it's because I, there's a, there's a pattern and a process behind it, right? I'm, I'm typically up at 4am and I coach both my kids football teams. So I'm coaching football from six to eight o'clock every night. And, uh, you know, you, you control the day, 
you attack the day rather than being on defense and, and having the day control you. And I would also say, you know, another bit, big piece to it is eliminating distractions, right? That mm-hmm. first 50 minutes is so vital, 50 minutes to an hour, whatever, however long it takes you. It's so vital to your mental health, your physical health, your spiritual health to not have any distractions. So I coach all my clients on, you know, you can't read a text message the first thing you can get up. You can't scroll on Facebook. You can't read an, you know, read an email because it'll be there. This is your time for you only. Mm-hmm. We are, our mind is inherently negative, right? Any text message, email, anything, it, it, it's interpreted in a negative manner. And there's this thing called the negativity principle. And it's crazy when you're aware of this, that anything negative that happens to you, your kind of caveman brain amplifies it nine times, nine to eight to nine times more than a positive emotion or a positive event. So it's no wonder why we fixate things that are negative in our life. And imagine if you got a negative email in your morning at 5.30 when you're trying to do, you know, get up and get ready, it's going to throw off your entire day. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's yeah. pretty powerful. To, and, it, and that is tough for people because so many people, the first thing they do is they go to their phone and they scroll through Facebook, they check their texts, they check email. Right. And, and yeah, because they feel like, well, I haven't really gotten a chance to do this yesterday, or I might not get a chance to do this today. And so they just, they just try to get it done and out of the way. But it's just, it's so surprising that that's a priority for them. Right. I mean, right. And, and it's, uh, you know, what, what's going on, what's going on in everybody's life or something like that. It's, I mean, social media is a whole other, a whole other topic. Um, but that's pretty powerful for people when they start and they go through the program to yeah. not check their phone and get that daily discipline. And they're like, man, I'm, I'm ready to go. And I have all this, it's, it's like, you know, when a train starts on the tracks, right? That, that engine, that locomotive has to expend so much energy to get moving. Well, if you do these things at night and things in the morning to get that, that engine moving, Hey, if anything comes across that tracks, you're running it over because you've got that, that mental makeup that, that makes you, you know, powerful and strong and, and have focus throughout yeah. your day. Yeah, that's good. So what have you, what, uh, back to my, uh, what I said I wanted to originally ask you too, is um, how have you incorporated this into your kids' lives, your, your, your children's lives? You know, um, how, how old are the boys? Uh, my oldest is soon to be 11 in the, uh, at the end of September. My, my youngest is nine. So about, they're about 18 months apart. Okay. So since you've been doing this, both of them have, have been alive, right? And so since you've been doing this for yourself, how is it, how much have they picked up from seeing you do it? Well, I mean, and maybe I don't know how much they actually see you do, right? I mean, you're up at four or 4.30 in the morning. That's really early. I'm sure they're still sleeping. So, the, you know, how much of the, do they see you do? has rubbed off on them and how much have you taught them to implement into their own lives? Yeah, I'd say, you know, on a, on a pretty regular basis, they understand what I'm doing in the morning. Obviously they see the power of those post-it notes every morning that, that I leave them, um, you know, knowing that their dad loves them and cares for them and, and is trying to guide them in their lives. Uh, we recently started doing meditation last, uh, last school year. Uh, my youngest son actually has Crohn's, and, uh, you know, it's just another way to kind of combat that from a mental perspective. So uh, every day prior to them kind of getting out the door, 
they'll say, Hey dad, can we go up and breathe? And I, I lead them in kind of like a two to three minute guided meditation where we're breathing. I'll say, Hey, in with the positive out with the negative. I'll end it with, Hey, your mom and dad are, are so proud of you and love you so much. And it's just a way for us to connect as father and, and son, as well as them to, you know, I'm all about programming that subconscious, them really think about controlling their actions, emotions, and reactions and, and being in control of the day. So that's, that's been pretty powerful and, and something I honestly look forward to each and every day um, when they say, hey, dad, can we go up and breathe? Because once, you know, obviously when you start something, you have to be the trigger. And I said, hey, guys, can, can we start meditating a little bit in the morning? I think it'll help you and, and you know, allow you some space and, and really you know, grow kind of spiritually. And now they ask me to go up and do it. So, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's pretty powerful. That is really powerful, especially that age, you know, and it's, it's, I think just the one thing that you did, instead of telling them that that's what they're going to do, asking them, you know, if they're on board with it, and maybe, maybe you're not really giving them an option because you're just, you're just giving them, you know, the, the sense of a choice, but really wanting to encourage them to do that. I think that's really great because, you know, you think about now the ages that they're at now, if they continue to do it for even one year more or two years more how much benefit they're going to get from that. And if they continue even further than that, when they're in their twenties, imagine how much they're, you know, how much further along they're going to be than so many of their friends or, you know, peers in handling stress and just being able to deal with, with certain things. It's going to, they're going to be light years ahead of them. You know what I mean? So it's such, such a habit that can take them through life and help them in so many different areas. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, when you, you put it in that context, gosh, you get me choked up and, and thinking about them in their 20s and, and just being in that, that state. And I always, you know, a couple of years that ago, comes I from thought, you though, right? I mean, yeah, that, that came does. from it you and, and you're having that impact on them as a dad, as a parent. Um, and anybody listening can do the exact same thing. You know what I mean? And maybe they don't know how to do it themselves, but, you know, looking into the Morning Fire Academy, learning how to do it yourself and then starting to work on yourself and you don't have to be this, this guru or expert to help other people, right? You just have to be better than, <laughs> better than whoever you're helping. Right. I mean, if someone you know, it. is, is, was 300 pounds and, um, or let's say, let's even go higher. Let's say that they were 400 pounds and they lost a hundred pounds and they went down to 300 pounds. They still got a long way to go. I mean, they probably think that they have a long way to go, but, you know, they're not going to coach somebody on how to get six pack abs. They're going to maybe coach someone who else, who else is 400 pounds or 350 pounds and right. how to get, you know, how to get healthier or something like that. Right. So you don't have to be this, you know, expert that's been working on it for, you know, 10 years um, to be able to inspire and help other people um, yeah, that absolutely. might be behind you. Right. Ab you can help them get to your point and, and, just that right there, helping them get to the point that you're at could be the world to them because that's where they want to be. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I love your point, right? You've got to focus on yourself first and take care of yourself. And then when you do it, then you have the ability to lead, right? After you've had that, that impact on yourself. Um, and, you know, from a dad's perspective, from a parent's perspective, our kids absorb everything that we do whether it's verbal, nonverbal, or actions, whatever it is. And, you know, to have that awareness is a pretty powerful thing because you lead your, your life because you want the best for your children. Uh, back to, Jim, when we were talking about, hey, we're kind of a fine nation or we're a nation of good. 
my oldest son got off the bus uh, on Monday. This was their first week of school. And I asked him how school was. And he said, great. And it kind of gave me goosebumps because I was like, holy shit. He listens, he listens to what I said. And he said, great. And it's always been good for a long time. I'm like, great. I'm like, God, dang, that's amazing. Right. Yeah. So it, you know, I, I know they absorb a lot of it. I mean, I, I ever from working out, I know, uh, we came back from the outer banks. I think my oldest was like four or five at the time and he went downstairs and I said, you know, what are you doing, buddy? And he said, he popped in a P90X video. He said, I haven't worked out in like a week, <laughs> <He's popping. laughs> but it's because he saw me doing it all the time. Right. And, yeah. You know, that's as a parent, as a dad, that's the shit you got to do, right? I mean, if, if you're not going to do it for yourself, do it for your kids and then change yourself and then you can just lead them. And, and to your point, they'll be so much farther ahead and they'll accomplish so many great things in their lives that, that you will just be so proud and, and so humbled and grateful for mm -hmm. that time you took for yourself to lead them. That, I mean, you talk about impact. I mean, that, that's where it's at. You talk oh about gosh. legacy. You talk about legacy. Um, that's where it's at. I mean, I remember uh, one of the last conversations I had with my late mother and, and it was about, you know, what kind of legacy am I going to lead? And I, I talked to her, I said, mom, I said, the positivity I've had to develop to help you battle this disease is going to live on in me. It's going to live on in your children, you know, your grandchildren, your grandchildren's grand. It's just going to continue to perpetuate. And that's, that's a per pretty powerful message. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and you think about, you know, especially you know, we're talking about our, our children here, you know, people have businesses and people can leave really big legacies behind. Right. But I feel like the greatest legacy that you're going to leave behind is your children, right? Whether you have one or whether you have four or five, you know, I mean, if, if you, you know, if you sell off the morning fire Academy one day or something like that, or, you know, it's still going while you're, while you're gone, that's part of your legacy. Right. But the biggest piece of your legacy, I feel like is, are the two people that you're forming to do great things later on in their life. Right. And I just like, yeah, you can leave a business behind, but your family is just the impact that you have on them is speaks leaps and bounds because those are going to be the people telling your story um, and remembering all the things that you did or taught them that they've adopted in their life now. And it's just, I, I don't know. That's priceless. Yep. That's it. And, and when you chose to become a parent or a dad, that was your responsibility. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you're not doing it, step up and do it. I mean, yeah. and, and don't wait for tomorrow, do it today after you right. listen to this podcast. Cause you can, you can make small changes that lead to amazingly big results when, when you just do them on a daily basis. Yeah. And even some of these, uh, these changes that you, you have people do, you've told me of people losing weight from just doing some of this stuff. Right. I mean, you had somebody who lost, how much was it? Was it like eight, it was like pounds, eight in a pounds a week? Yeah. Eight pounds in seven weeks, which is, you know, seven weeks. pretty, pretty good. A pound a week is a pretty good number. And it was only from a 10 minute power workout every morning and you know, the meditation and all the things that we do in the morning fire Academy. I've had another friend that uh, went through the program and I've known him actually since he was five and he, he really struggled with anxiety. He was very quiet. And uh, he went through the program and four people out of the blue came up to him and said, what has happened to you? You are a different person. And it, it was these habits and rituals to do at night and in the morning 
So he was in control of his day. He was always playing defense. Mm-hmm. No wonder why I was anxious because the day was controlling him and he was trying to run around so fast and, and you know, it's chaotic. Well, that's anxiety producing, right? That, that's kind of stressful. Um, and it's been amazing to, to see his, trans- his transformation as well. That's awesome. Where can, um, where can people find out more about the Morning Fire Academy? And how, often, how often is it running? When's the next one? Give people a little bit of information about that. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, on a daily basis, if you want to, uh, to follow my Morning, Morning Fire podcast, you could search Morning Fire on, on iTunes. Um, but the big news is I am opening up registration and enrollment for the next next kind of group that that is going through the morning fire academy so when this drops uh it'll probably be the day that that we're actually launching september 2nd i'm going to launch for one week uh, where you can opt in to that to to that group and it's a it's an 11-week program and it's been it's been amazing to watch the transformation in people i mean to breaking bad habits relating to others i mean i had a woman that, that basically said you know i have a new lease on life now um, because I, I have this focus and this energy. Um, but you can actually, I think we're going to link it in the show notes, Jim, but you can go out to uh, bit, B-I-T forward slash MF Warrior Dads to, uh, to actually get to the sales page if you want to, uh, to check out all the good stuff we got in there. I mean, it's daily accountability. I do a weekly fire call where I jump on Zoom and talk about something that, uh, that uh, you know, I'm either reading about or something that's come up from, from one of our members. And the daily accountability in the small community is a key piece to success, right? Uh-huh. One thing we do is we break up in smaller groups. I lead the first couple of weeks and give you a power workout to do every morning because one, I don't want you to have to think about what you need to do, right? Everything's laid out. Um, and then other people jump into the group and lead, right? You step up when you lead that raises your level. And it's been a, a pretty cool thing to watch people raise their game and lead the group. And it, it just cements the habits and rituals that, that you're doing on a daily basis. That's awesome. That sounds great. Um, so they can find that. Yeah, I am going to put the link in the show notes for anybody listening. Um, the link will be uh, down below. Um, so click on that, check it out. I think there's a video, there's a video on the front page, right? Absolutely. A video I, kind of I saw. So. Yep. 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 And then uh, I've had, uh, Jeff's given me a big overview of the program and, uh, and, and what it entails and actually showed me behind the scenes. And it is really, really cool stuff. And the accountability piece is absolutely huge. I think people don't realize, they might hear like, oh, okay, accountability. No, that is absolutely um, imperative when you're trying to make a healthy change when you're also just not trying to feel alone, like feeling like you're doing it on your own. You know, like when you said people have those thoughts, like I'm the only one that thinks like this, you're not, and you're not the only one who's going to struggle first thing in the morning. And when you have that accountability and that support group, that is going, that is what's going to take that program to the next level and really get you the, the results that you're looking for. So that's, yeah. that's a great piece that some people leave out and I think it's a huge mistake. So it's great that you have it in there. And I would say it's, it's amazing, you know, to watch in the morning when people check in and they throw a green check mark up and there's all these green check marks. I mean, you just check in there and you can only, you can inherently feel the energy that comes from that. Mm-hmm. And you know, as a collective group, you're kicking ass and you're taking the day and it, it's just a pretty cool thing. And I think as dads and men in general, we like to be out on an Island and we don't <laughs> like to ask for help. 
because mm-hmm. we were grown from, you know, our dads and our dads might have had, you know, our grandparents might have been in, in the World Wars and the Great Depression. And it was always be tough and be strong and don't show any weakness. Well, bullshit, man. You know, be vulnerable. Um, but when and, and ask for help when you need it. And when you can connect in a group with with some different people and encourage each other on that we're all battling the same things and see that positive momentum. It's, it's truly one of the difference makers in, in my program versus others. And that's why I have such a high, you know, transformation rate and a high completion rate is because people buy in, they commit, and then they're leaning on the other, you know, each of each of the people to, to kind of continue down the road. So it's pretty powerful. Yeah. That's awesome. All right, Jeff. Um, you're, we're almost done, but as with every episode, I always end with 10 questions for our guests, and those questions were inspired by James Lipton and Bernard Pivot. So you ready? I'm ready. Shoot. All right. Who is your hero? Man, this is going to be a tough one, right? I want to say, I want to say my mom, but I'm going to say my dad um, just because the strength and guidance he gave my mom throughout her battle in 17 years. And he was my coach when I played baseball when I was younger and, and just his attitude and, and his positivity and his laughter has, uh, as I've, I've learned from one of the greats and, uh, you know, I'm happy to carry that torch for my two sons. So I'm going to say my dad. Nice. What excites you? Life. Life, life, man, it's, it's just a gift every day. And uh, I'm just grateful for, for every opportunity I get up and, and to share my message and smile at people and, and uh, just have an impact. What turns you off? I'd say negativity. I try and block out as much of that. I don't watch the news. I, I barely get on social media other than to, to just share my message. You know, you try and block out negativity because you know, as with positive energy, negative energy can bring you down. So I try and surround myself with people that have, you know, that same positive mindset and negativity just is a big, big turn off. What is your favorite sound? I'm laughing as I say this, my alarm clock. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just, I honestly, you know, watching my mom pass, watching her take her last breath, the Every morning when the alarm goes off, I'm just happy to be up and be alive again. That's beautiful. What is your least favorite sound? This is a funny one. I, I, I thought, gosh, probably the, the dentist drill. <laughs> I'm, not a huge, <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of the dentist, although I found a dentist that it, it, customer service and, and taking care of the clients, it's amazing. I actually don't mind anymore because they give you a warm pillow when you first get there. And then when you're leaving, oh, wow. they give you a five-minute chair massage. I've never heard of this before in my life. But that dental drill, yeah, it still gets me. I don't like that sound. <laughs> what is your favorite quote or saying? I love rise, fight, love, repeat. I just love that mantra that, that I came up with. It, it just gives you that sense of you're rising again. You're, you're fighting like hell. You're loving everybody around you. And then you're just going to repeat it over and over again. If you do that, you know, each and every day, you're going you're gonna to live a, a heck of a life. Nice. In a couple of words, what should a dad be? I'd say a mentor. Um, a, a mentor 
being vulnerable, as we talked about before, right? I, I think if you show emotion, and my kids have seen me cry uh, probably more times watching the Eagles Super Bowl. Uh, <laughs> no, um, but I, I have shown emotion other times and, and just being vulnerable, right? Because that can teach kids that they don't need to, especially boys, if, if you're a dad of, of boys, that it's okay to cry. It's okay to be vulnerable and we can, we can allow them to show emotion. Um, so, you know, mentor and, and vulnerable and then just, you know, show them as much love as, as they possibly, you possibly can. In a couple words, what should a dad not be? I would say not, uh, that's, a, that's a good one. What should a dad not be? I would say too quick to pass judgment. Um, I, am, I am one to obviously get all my boys if they do something wrong, but uh, then I always try and take a deep breath and go up and tell them why I, I do it. So, um, you know, don't be closed off. Don't be closed off. Show emotion, show them so much love because you only have, you know, my boys are nine, soon to be 11. I can't believe they're already at this age. You're, you're only going to have so much time with them. Um, so, you know, the money can wait, but the moments you'll never get back. So try and spend as much time as possible you can with them. So, um, yeah, I think that's good. Nice. If you could try any other profession, what would it be? My wife's going to kill me for saying this, but a broadcaster. So anytime I'm watching a sporting event, I will say exactly what the broadcaster says before he says it. And she turns and looks at me like, why aren't you on the TV? <laughs> nice. And finally, what would you like to be remembered for? Transforming, uh, transforming lives and having a, a deep impact on those around me that, that they share my gratitude and, and zest for life on a daily basis. Nice. Yep. Very nice. Jeff, I know we went over a little bit on, uh, on our time, but I appreciate you sharing everything and giving the insight into your mindset, your daily rituals, your program. And, um, I, I love this. I thought it was great. I got a lot from it. Like I do with every episode and, um, you know, I really appreciate your time. Oh, Thank thanks, you so man. much. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. I know I can talk, man, because this is stuff I'm, I'm so passionate about, but I, I truly appreciate the, uh, the opportunity, Jim. Yeah, absolutely. And um, for everybody listening, uh, again, I'll put everything in the show notes. Um, reach out to Jeff. What was the, uh, your, your website too, or your, um, sorry, not your website, your Instagram handle. You said you were on social media a little bit just to kind of put out your message, but I don't it think is. you... Um, it's Jeff, Jeff underscore Wickersham, or you can email me at Jeff at themorningfire.com. If I can serve you, help you in any way, reach out, and I'm, I'm more than willing to do that. Awesome. Thanks so much, Jeff. Good luck with everything. All right. Thanks, Jim. Have a fantastic day. Thank you. You too. All right. Take care. Bye. Hey, guys. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Warrior Dads podcast. If you like this podcast and want to support it, please subscribe, leave comments, and share it with someone you think would benefit from listening as well. Thanks again and keep on being a warrior dad.